that I do bear witness of me. The prophet says, Do you know? I'd rather you would leave me a sermon than preach me one. It would be a better evidence that you are a Christian. How many Christians here tonight? Leave a sermon than preach one. A live sermon it says, I leave a sermon. And what we are is what we leave. What we do. Our actions show what we are. And if we say we have faith and then are afraid to step out and claim our faith and put it to work, then our faith doesn't do us as much good. And he asks, does it? The Bible said that faith without works is dead, just as the body without the spirit is dead. So is faith works. And then in the message says, be of good cheer. He says, you know, a living someone is better than one being preached. Leave me a someone is lots better. Amen. It's good to preach. It, it inspires. It takes us on another level. It encourages, uh, encourages us in Christ. But the prophet says, the better someone is the one that is lived. And I remember that uh, we spent about actually more than four years uh, without living uh, in Ethiopia with my family. We did not. We, we went, okay, the, the, when we went there, we first, we, were going, we thought we were going to live for six months. But then it ended up being years. And out of that, many men believed the message. We thought we were preaching. We thought they were believing because we were preaching a lot. But when time came and we were going to return, uh, some brothers put me on the side and said, Pastor, you thought we believed the message because you preached. Specifically, Brother Moges mentioned this to me. Who is now the pastor of the church in Addis. He said, I have lived with you. I have been with you for years now. But I really believe this message. Because 
of your testimony and your wife's testimony. You have lived the way you lived among us. The way you behaved among us. The kind of life. You did not just preach the things, but you lived it. And it, that impacted our life. And one, that's why I believed it. And he thought he was just going to be a lawyer. And but now he's a, a pastor, not only a preacher, but a pastor. Praise the name of the Lord. I want to say, someone, lived someone, will convert many souls to the Lord than the one you will preach in your mouth. Amen. Amen. And so, tonight, we, we have somebody who has a testimony. A lived life. He wants to share with us his sermon. <laughs> the best sermon is the one that you have lived. Not how well you can preach it. Not how much you can shout. Not how much you can dance. But what you have lived. Sisters, that's the best sermon you can ever preach. Brothers, that's the best sermon you can ever preach. And the prophet says, Don't be afraid of your testimony for Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Shed forth your light. Stand for your conviction that He is the Son of God. Amen. Amen. And so, uh, Brother Bebe has lived amongst us now for how long? Yes, almost four months. And uh, during the time that Brother Bebe was here, he has not been just joking around or touring the country. I think the farthest he has gone is Mitiana. I don't know. Did you go to Mitiana? Yes, yes. No, I think that's the farthest he has gone. So, and he did that in his first days of being in the country. And so his days of being with us are quickly coming to a close. And is intending to travel back home. Being in a few countries myself, I noticed that there is no country like home. 
Gwanga li singa waka. You know, you can go to a country, by the time you go, you are all into it. I want to. O inzo kena mukwanga na yewo ekisera chitu kango wuli do yagala kudayo. You know, by the time you want to go, you really want to go. O wala wo katukeze ungwandi yagatukenda kumukwangeri. Era kasera bakaba kagendo tu kwa wuli do yagala kenda. You see, Brother Luanga told me he went to Sudan one time. Oluganda Luanga yanga barumi yagenda ke Sudan. And I don't know why he's here now. Simangiruachi ali wanolehiro. Let me tell you, try it one time. I, 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 I even always see these people who are saying they are going to Arab countries. Brother, that's like selling your birthright. You can make it here. Amen. Amen. In your home country. But it is not bad to go to another country. Especially if, the, if you're going there for the purpose of the work of the Lord. Just like we went to Ethiopia. But let me tell you, we'd go there, be there for a few months. Oh, we would feel homesick. The food is different. The behavior of people is different. The life of people is different. The culture is different. You really feel, you really miss home. Don't we all miss home? We all miss home. Home is where the heart is. We are longing for the day when we will all go home. Oh my, I can't wait. I'm homesick. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know if there is somebody else here who is homesick. Well. Brother Abebe, God blessed him in a physical uh, place which is different other than this, that is Ethiopia. A place where they take a lot of coffee. Several cups a day. But Brother Abebe, I think I'll speak a little more after he has spoken. But of all the people that I was able, the Lord allowed us and permitted us to meet in Ethiopia. Brother, one them that we, of whom we really got attacked. Because when he, he believed the message, he received it with all his heart. And he's a, a very, uh, those of you will testify, those are, that have been around him, he's a very humble brother. Uh, he's the brother that has actually been translating the message into his language called Afan Oromo. And the Oromo people are the most populous in Ethiopia. Maybe he will tell us more about that. Um, uh, so, you know, when he received the message, the Lord blessed upon his heart also to translate it. And uh, during the time he has been here in Uganda, 
He has finished the church age book in his language. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And for a life that God can, you know, a life that can yield itself to be used of the Lord. I think it's a noble, a noble work. You remember the, what when we were speaking to the young people, I spoke on vanity of vanity. Brother Abebe is a, a geomatic engineer. So he's highly educated. And uh, he has also practiced in his field. But he has spent time here doing translation for thousands and millions of people and I believe if the Lord tarries very many people will read those messages which he translated and they will believe the truth Amen and after they believe the truth it will not end there then we shall all meet with them in the rapture Hallelujah Amen. and brother understand that kind of impact. But one day, you will meet men and women having you on the shoulder. And they will say, if it weren't for you, I would not be here. Thank you for going. Thank you for translation. Thank you for doing what you did. Thank you for leaving someone. May God help us to be leaving epistles. But we will leave our testimony, our summons. Praise the name of the Lord. So, church, join me now to receive and welcome our brother Abebe Tayera from Ethiopia. Amen. Uh, we thought he should uh, give his testimony before he travels back home. How many are ready to hear from a man from Ethiopia? Mwabatamanyi Bampita Abebe Tahera Mo Ethiopia I've been here with those participating for the power for magic. But they were known and Sabah Mamuna Mwe Okmari Mia Zingena. And then thank God for Pastor Sobozi. And I appreciate him for his and uh, me and the pastor bus have uh, been for a long time together since 2013 uh, when he was uh, preaching the entire message in Ethiopia, uh, we met uh, we met there. And uh, but 
here. And he invited me here. That's why I'm here. And so um, I'm going to um, present my testimony. Uh, it is a little bit long. Uh, because it is um, it's a kind of uh, time it has a kind of time dispensation. So I'm uh, I'm going to present. The first one is that God saved me, my, my body. And and the second the second thing, God saved my children. So uh, don't look at my language. Uh, as an Ethiopian. Ethiopia. Uh, we are who's poor. Uh, the reason is uh, one, we haven't had foreign language. And the second is uh, I was a uh, science You know, science students, uh, we speak in formulas. So, <laughs> So don't look at my language, my accent, my slang, and, and my poor grammar. But look at the power of God's attachment. Of a kind of note, I have written down. And, uh, but before before that, I want to uh, read from scripture. From Psalm. Psalm 103. Verse 1, verse 2 and 3. Verse what? Verse 2 and 3. Uh, uh, verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives? All thine iniquity, who heals all thy diseases. Amen. Webaze Mukama Gwe Ememe Yange. Sote Wera Biranga Birunji Bibiona. Asonywa Ebi Korwabio Biona Ebitali Biabu Tukidivo. Awonye ndwa dezo zona. God bless you. Kamabom sir. Be seated. I started my testimony from 2008 back. Uh, I was a 
when I had fallen into physical and psychological problems as a result of accident. Nafuna kavenje akande tira obuzi bukubongo. I remember on um, on June fourth, two thousand eight. Taking national examination. And the next day, I was traveling from a small town called Bukpe, where I live to Gimbi. Gimbi, uh, the capital of the Wolega district. However, yeah. After we have traveled a few kilometers, uh, I had a fatal accident when car overturned. I was unconscious. And a few days later, I found myself in hospital. Then they told me everything that happened. The accident had damaged parts of my body, especially my right side. Especially my right side. Uh, after 15 days of treatment, after, after 15 days of treatment, I was referred to St. Paul Hospital, which is found in Addis Ababa. For further treatment. Uh, the men who took me there were relatives through my mother's side, named Shetu Sirnesa. Eshetu, Shirnesa, Shirnesa, Nefikiru, Uta, uh, who were both civil servants. Abo, Bariba Wereza. Because I, I mentioned here, they were they are witnesses now. They are living witnesses. Yeah, Binovienjo Gerako, Aluava, and Tuava, Vira Vira Kodala. When I have arrived St. Paul Hospital, when I took a mutual St. Paul, I underwent further tests and treatments and treated there for three consecutive months. But after those measured months and the days, I was told something shocking. They decided that my right kidney was becoming disinfunctional. And I needed surgery. The doctor told me that he was scheduling for surgery a month later. I ran out of money. And then I couldn't continue to stay there for it could be noted here that few men who took me there for treatment were government employees and since my recovery 
time were prolonged. They returned to their jobs. They were replaced by my former school friend. Who is named Chala Tola. Yeah. Who stayed with me until I was discharged from hospital? The three men, Shetu Sirnesa, Abasajabanavasatu, Shetu Sirnesa, Shetu Sheresa, Pikruguta, Pikruta, and the Chala Tola, Mechara Tora, are living witnesses for what I have gone through. When I was told I was going to have surgery, I had about 60 US dollars. During that time, I was given anti-pain repeatedly. I didn't feel any pain. I thought I was cured and told my friends that I had to drop out. I went back to the city I came from. By the time I returned, by the time I returned home, the school had begun. Since I had psychological problem and distress, I wanted to take a year off school and rest my mind and go back to school. But my teachers warned me never to drop out. I agreed and finished 12th grade. And in 2011, I was assigned to Adama Science and Technology University. Adama Science and Technology University. This kidney pain recurred until two and a half years later. Uh, I remember one day when I was studying for my final exam for final exam for first semester in university. The pain had started little by little, and made me pain in the middle of night. My dormants then called an ambulance, and they took me to the university clinic. university. After the necessary treatment, I was referred to Adama referral because the university has an, an agreement with this hospital all, all students of the university are visited there for death. Uh, 
and then the university pays for it. Kati university so I was taken to the hospital after an ultrasound and x-ray examination. I was written a referral for surgery to Blackline Hospital that that remember this was the second time for that journey I then returned it and approved the referral letter to the doctor at the university clinic uh, he told me that the university could not help me unless was because the university had an agreement with Adama Hospital. They couldn't help me. Again, my hopes were darkened. Yeah. Again, my hopes were darkened. Darkened. You are what? My hope. I confused about what to do. I thought over and over about it. And finally decided to go back to home and die there. I filled out a withdrawal form. And went, my, went to my parents to let me bury me if I die. When they saw me at home, they were shocked. It hurt me so much. I couldn't sit. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't stand. I had no rest at all. I cried and they cried with me. I will not forget my mother's cry in particular. My mom and the dad couldn't sit and watch me. They went here and there to save me from death. They had no cash to save me, so save my life. All they had was farmland and some coffee plantations to support their daily life. To save me, to save me from death, they went to a friend of my father who had money and asked him to buy coffee plantation. He told them that he was not interested in buying it, but he would ask someone else for them. But do you know who the person who was asking to buy was? He was a local traditional religious leader. Thus, he trapped them and brought them there. He trapped them 
and brought them there. Ah, he trapped so, them. Yeah, trapped them. Katiyabate kamuka. Yabaskiri zanabate ka bajeo. Then he told them that the man could buy it, but that I had to go and worship God. However, my parents were afraid to tell me that. Because at that time we were Lutheran. And at least we were justified by faith. But they want me to be here. So they brought me an elder from our village, a mediator. I remember the man came early morning at 6 a.m. Then he told me that my kidney problems could be solved by those deities. And that cult leader had faith. That was the red line for me. I got, I got up from where I was lying. Said, Listen to me. I believe in Lord Jesus. If he saves me, let him save me. If, it, if I die, then let him take my life. I shout. That. He then begged me to come down. And after realizing that he couldn't do anything, he left our home. The pain didn't stop hurting me. And my parents didn't stop worrying. And they continued to hurt for, my, for me about them. Then I slowly got better and stopped hurting completely. The whole families were delighted. After I was recovered, I went back to university. That was November 2012. God saved me. And while I was pursuing my studies, I came to this in time message in 2013 while I was second year student. Notice that I worked in barber shop on Saturdays and Sundays to support my life. And that is why I always got up in the morning and I went to the barbershop. However, yeah. one day I had tutorial class on Saturday and I couldn't go in the morning. I studied. 
And I was hurrying to my workplace around 11 a.m. However, there was a, a place where I usually drink coffee. And I went, I went, I went to go there for coffee first. Then I ordered a cup of coffee. Someone with a new face approached me. And greeted me. I greeted him back and the face I had. He was brother. He, he, he was a brother. He was a brother named Paul from Kenya. I hope some of you know him. Brother Brother Paul Momoma. Yeah, Brother Paul from Kenya. Kenya. Uh, do you speak English? He asked me. I don't know, but I try a little bit. I replied. He explained who he was and began to share the true gospel with me. In the, in the meantime, he pointed over there. And I said, those are my brethren. He meant Pastor Busobozi and Sister Yoti. They were both busy evangelizing the, the gospel to a few students. After they finished over there, they joined they joined us. After telling me who they were, they also began to preach the gospel to me. I wanted to go. They catch me with talk. I want to go. They again catch me with talk. Are you baptized? Pastor Bass asked me. Our prayers told me I didn't need because I was baptized in Orthodox as a child. I replied. He said, Pastor Bass said, Oh, that's not right. It is not even called baptism. Do you want to be baptized? He asked me. Yes, I would like to be. But I will take a baptismal lesson and be baptized later. But after some debates, they broke down all secrets about baptism. About Trinity. About Elias that had to come. And they told me many more. Instead of going to the barber shop, I prefer to hang out with them to learn more. <laughs> After a while, I ran and got the clothes from the dorm 
Natukanenzije ngoye mu kisulo jensula. And the goat baptized. Nebambatiza. Amen. This happened the very day we met. Chino chatu kawokuruna kurwe nyini kuretwasinkana. Then we then when they come back to Ethiopia. Katiatebe bako mamu Ethiopia. They called me and they went and we met. After some time, the fellowship started in Addis Ababa. At, at Pastor Bosobozi's home. And I had, I had been fellowshipping there. Um, after graduating in when, 2016, I worked on translating the entire message that God sent to this day. In my native language, Afana Oromo. Yeah. I have translated most of 1965 sermons that God sent through. That God sent through his prophet messenger, William Branham. After December 2018, I was employed by a company called Land Investment for Transformation. Land Investment for Transformation. Land Investment for Transformation. Uh, uh, and uh, while I was I, I working in cadastral information system uh, in eastern part of Ethiopia, in April 2019, I suffered from kidney disease again that I had suffered from seven to eight years ago. It's hard to tell. But I didn't bother too much because, because I had seen God's divine healing before. Now, now I began to pray earnestly to God. I, I kept praying to God. I got sick one day. It was on Thursday, April 18, 2019. I felt like sleeping while I was in pain. It was night time. While I was sleeping, I dreamed that someone was bending over me and massaging my kidney to the right. When I, when I woke up, my, my kidney hurt so much. I cried. Brethren, it was not easy. It was even more than pain. It was like birth pain. It, it was a real hassle. A real battle. Something pushed me down. Pressed me down. As it pressed me down, I start to believe. And then two stones. 
that have been bothering me for years came out of me. Blessed be the name of God. Amen. Amen. God has operated on me at no cost. And removed the stone from my kidney. Two stones came out of me. One is smaller than I believe the man who was messaging me as I slept was crushing the stone to two pieces. Two, 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 two feet the diameter of my urethra. Yes. Um, let me ask you, church. Who do you think that man was? He was Lord Jesus Christ. The, amen. The best surgeon in the world is. Amen. Amen. When I had no strangers. When I had no strength, where I had no money, where I had no friend to help me, he came down the, in the middle of night and said, I am the, and said, I am there for you, my son. I am. Let me repeat. He came down in the middle of night and said, I am there for you, my friend. Amen. Amen. Uh, I took the picture of the storm for a testimony and the possible. Uh, I submitted to Pastor. Uh, it, it will be displayed on the screen possible. Okay. Uh, and uh, also for, for 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 another for others for, for others for, for hospitals. Other uh, evidences like X-rays, ultrasound. Uh, those evidences are back in Ethiopia at home. And uh, if necessary, I can submit to pastor. Uh, here I am in health. Here I'm serving my God, Lord Jesus Christ, by translating <laughs> by translating His message that He sent to our generation through His messenger. God healed me. God healed my sicknesses in three stages. One, when I was in high school. School, he saved me from accident. When I was in university, when I was in university, he saved me. 
Also, after graduation, he saved me. Uh, so, I, I, I like number three. Three is perfection. Uh, amen. amen. God is perfect in three. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, if you if you if you read or listen to the message carefully, Brother Branham has confirmed or put or proved. Brother Branham has proved many things many things in perfection in three. That's why I, I love number three. Uh, this is all about my testimony. And uh, I invite Pastor here. And God bless you. Say praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yes. Wow. We need to clap our hands a little more. Amen. Amen. We serve a living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, He knows us by name. Now, all of you know, Brother Bebe. But did you see? Can you see predestination in all that you had today? Predestination. God knew you before now. He knew you. He called you. He predestinated you to be conformed into the image of his son. And when we hear this kind of testimony, we are encouraged to know that we are not only healed spiritually in our souls, but when God gives us his word, signs must follow the word. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I say praise the name of the Lord. I just am excited. I've heard this testimony before. But not this way. It's just amazing. And one thing that Brother Bebe never mentioned. His mother. His father. His sister. His brother. All believed this message. And they were baptized in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I remember I was in the water together with him. Baptizing them. We had to travel a long journey you know, over the hills and down the valleys. And we, they were leading us to where we can find water. And you know, they are old people. You know, old people. But when they, when they heard this message, they were moved by the power of the word. And you know, all the neighbors came to hear the word. 
and uh, they you know declined but the family they said what we have heard is the truth the others also knew it was the truth but there was a problem if you believe the word which is very different from what they teach in their in their place then they exclude you and excommunicate you. And what happens even when you die, they don't bury you. And there they only bury usually at the churches. And of course, there is no message church there. So if you die, you are an outcast. You're not even buried. They even take you out of their association. But these these old people, together with their children, I believe they spoke like how Brother Bebe spoke. I will not worship your God. If I die, let me Oh my, I love that kind of sin. Let me tell you, it calls God down. And and they they, they, they let us, they said, let's go for the and, and we traveled and walked and walked and walked to find the water. And uh, we reached a place where there was like a, a creek. And, uh, you know, we walked in there singing and rejoicing in our hearts. We baptized them there. Let me tell you, every one of them received the Holy Ghost right there at that Hallelujah. Now, these are a, a, a Lutheran. Very former people. And old. But let me tell you, when the Holy Ghost comes down, he doesn't know those. I watch those old people, the old mama and the old papa speaking in tongues. Right there <laughs> you know, we had to, myself and Brother Baby had to wrestle to, to make sure, you know, they don't fall in the water again. <laughs> uh, and, you know, we also, oh my, I'm telling you, it was a mess right there. But I tell you, it was quite something. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And, uh, and uh, God has continued to prove himself to be a living God. Brother Barnum says, and his disciples went forth everywhere, preaching, the Lord working with them, confirming the word, with signs following. Let me tell you, if the, the, the word you have received is the truth, Hallelujah. Amen. Signs must follow. We are believers of the end time message. We are not sign followers. We are not miracle seekers. But signs and miracles must follow. You open in the book of Mark and see what I'm talking about. Just look, look at it, Mark 16. And he said unto them, Go ye, verse 15, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. 
In my name they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Yes. Hallelujah. Is this in the Bible? Is this in the scriptures? He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Hallelujah. Our brother Bebe was saved out of his trouble. It's not only salvation of the, of the soul. It's also salvation out of our affliction. Amen. If you have received God, then you have received a destiny changer. My, 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 my. He did need an operation anymore. Because he said, this sign shall follow them. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, that, but, uh, but and this sign shall follow them. That believe. I want to say, in my name they shall cast out. In my name they shall speak with new tongues. Amen. You believe that? In my name they shall speak in new tongues. In my name they shall take up serpents. In my name if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them. In my name they will lay hands on the sick. And the sick shall recover. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you that's the kind of God we serve. We serve a God who does miracles. We serve a God who does wonders. We don't follow after signs. We don't follow after miracles. But let me tell you, miracles and signs must be there. They must follow us. Hallelujah. I remember when I believed the message. And you know, I, my, my, my father, you know, had uh, left home in another place. But you see, the Lord showed him, uh, me, him in the vision very early in the morning. And I saw that uh, he was uh, in a situation that he was going to take his life because he had, he had been given poison. And so I had that old Nokia 3210. I don't know how many remember that. Someone had given it to me. And so I, uh, I do not have airtime, but I, I, I flashed him. And so he called me back. And when he did, I told him, I said, I've seen that you, something is going to take your life on the journey that you are trying to embark on. And I told him you should not embark on that journey because you'll be poisoned and it will take your life unless God intervenes. And he answered me rudely. 
He said, who are you to tell me that? I said, I'm sorry, it wasn't me, but it was the Lord. And, and because I could no way know what is going to happen in the future. So he said, well, I don't care, I have to go. Late in the evening after I came back from school, I don't know if Brother Martin, you remember this, if he called me back. And he had a shaky voice. He had a shaky voice. And he told me, You see, uh, the, 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 I think I'm poisoned. I think what you are saying is right. I, 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 I've been poisoned. My whole body is turning black. And my father is a dark fellow. Yeah, his skin is dark. Darker than mine. But if he was saying that he's get turning black, uh, you do well to believe what he's saying. He was really turning black. And so uh, I, I told him, he, he said, So I believe what you are saying is true. When he said, I believe what you are saying is true. That same atmosphere which was on me in the morning came back again on me. And I told him, so if you believe what I've said is the truth, then my God will heal you. And I told him, what do you have? He said, I have about some medicine. And, told, and I told him, now in the name of the Lord, throw it away. I'm going to pray for you and you'll be well. Now let me say, tell you, don't say that until God spoke to you. I rushed into the church. I prayed like I've never prayed. Before. Oh my God, I called upon God. I said, What do you say? The signs shall follow them. That believe. I didn't believe you for signs. But here is my father dying. And I just gave him my word. And I'm your child. My word. That that to him, to him, and and I will serve you the rest of my life. That's prayers that I prayed have really kept me serving God. <laughs> Let me tell you, I was just waiting for a call anymore <laughs> to, to, to tell me that he's dead or he has been here. Uh, uh, you know, the brother was preaching, but I was just waiting for the call. And as soon as they, they finished preaching, I was just stepping out of the church and then I, I had a vibration it was my father he said thank you for your prayer I am now well <laughs> hallelujah Amen. let me tell you we serve a God who delivers who does miracles who heals do you believe that we don't serve a God who is dead. This message has actually brought to us a living God. A God who goes into action. Not because we have worked so much for it. But because we have believed on him. Hallelujah. Amen. And he is another brother in Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Uh, you know Sister Busnich, brother Abebe. Sister Busnich. And I think you were there when we, yes. Yes, brother Tafara, yes. After the service, we, Sister Busnich came to me and, and uh, brother Morgus came in the room and, and was interpreting for, for Sister Busnich. And, and Sister Busnich was saying that his brother is about to die. 
And since the business said that his brother is about to die. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, uh, sister, brother, brother Tafura was in the hospital. Okay, so Sister Business came and said, he said, I, I, Pastor, I'd like you to come and pray. I'd like you to come and pray for my brother. Because I believe that God will heal him. I said, Sister, if you believe, God will heal him. And you know, he had come all the way from his village. And he had come now where we were in um, Addis Ababa at a hospital there. And uh, you know they had put him on oxygen, and he had lost almost most of the skin, um, uh, most of the flesh rather, and uh, you could just barely see bones. And uh, he had no hair. You know he, he was infected with TB. And it had gone to the later, later stages. And you see, uh, when uh, when we reached there at the hospital, the doctor told us, you cannot walk in because this is a highly infected area, infectious area. And so, but uh, I told the doctor, I said, do not have a mask. But we are coming in quickly to pray for somebody. And then we shall leave. So the doctor said, all right, but make it quick. Amen. And so we went there. And we we, we, we quickly, I, I just I, I talked to the man. He could just be uh, here, but he can't talk back. And at that moment, I asked him whether he believed that God can heal him. He said yes. Yeah. Uh, by shaking his head. And uh, so we prayed a short prayer. I actually read the scripture which I just read for you. And we prayed a short prayer. And I tell you what. We moved away. Nothing had changed. The man was still on oxygen. But do you know what? I told the sister, if you believe, your brother is healed. Taking God at his word. Even when the situation has not changed. But if God said it, I believe it, that settles it. Amen. If he said they shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall recover. You know what? I believe it. 
If they lay hands on me, if I lay hands on somebody, I believe they get well that very instant. Amen. Whether the symptoms go away immediately, I don't know. You see, the brother believed the word. The symptoms were there. Going and then coming back, going and then coming back. But there is that time when you when you really believe and take God at his word. And when you receive the revelation of the truth, there is power in the revelation of the word, let me tell you. And when the brother was baptized, you know, he, he received another covenant. A new covenant with the Lord Jesus Christ. And that night, when the angel came to him, you know, he was conducting a massage on him. <laughs> A massage to cause a healing. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. A massage to cause a healing. Don't we serve a living God? By the way, you know that we have angels all around us. We have angels all around us. Praise the name of the Lord. We have angels all around us. I was just listening to Brother Tim Pruta last Sunday. And Brother Tim Pruta was speaking on angels. How we have them everywhere. And I believe that with all my heart. We have angels with us. Let me tell you, if you want them to appear, God has what you should Talk about God. In your home, talk about God. Play a message. Read the Bible with your family members. Talk about God. And you will see angels appear. How many have ever seen angels in their homes? Okay. If, if angels have never appeared to you, talk about God. Angels will come. Hallelujah. Angels yeah. are ministering spirits. They minister from the presence of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Brother Shad, you want to unmute that? So, friends, the Tafera was healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He came back. And came in the church. You know how fight is, Brother Bebe. From what's the name of the place? Toto? Yes, the TB hospital. I think it's up there on the on the hill. Yes, it is killer, but I think it's after that. Yes. 
It's a high mountain, very far away. He said, I will walk all the way to Bole. And where the church was. Many kilometers. It was just about a few, I think, two weeks. God had restored his flesh. God had restored his hair was beginning to grow out. And until now, that brother is alive and still testifying uh, to people about God. Even when I was in Ethiopia recently, some of these people had come to be baptized. They invited us, the whole the, the whole village came. They said, we want to hear about this God of Tafera. He said, they called him the God of the second Lazarus. Hallelujah! Amen! That's the God of this message. It's not a man that does that. It is God who does that. And the God we serve is a living God. I say he's a living God. And Brother Bebe can testify because he has gone through it and he has seen him as a living God. Amen. Oh my, I'm excited. Are you not excited? Are you not encouraged tonight? Oh my, let us give the Lord a clap of praise. Amen. Amen. Brother Bebe will be returning to Ethiopia on Monday. So if you've not greeted him yet, you now have a chance to greet him, invite him at your house, uh, have a meal with him, uh, share also your testimony with him. And uh, Brother Bebe is not yet married. <laughs> He, he did not ask me to make an advert for him. <laughs> but it's not yet. So, you do well if you pray for him. And also for God to lead him and guide him. Amen. We were so glad. I was, I'm so glad that I was, that the Lord, I obeyed the Lord to be there. My brother Paul from Kenya. Sister Yodi. You see, that was the soul there. Going through things. But God had known. And by the way, that the, the morning, the night of that morning, the Lord had spoken to me in a dream, which I had shared with Brother Paul and Sister Yodit. You know, we were around a university, um, a coffee place near a university. And we, we were just reaching out. And, and uh, several believers. And it, it happened that that coffee place that the Lord had shown was the exact spot that brother Abebe believed. I don't know whether you caught it. At that very time when he had the message he has given, given his version. Yeah, I'll get the to go. 
but he would be constrained. He wanted to go, but he would be constrained. And then eventually, he asked me, is it possible if, if I rush to the dormitory, can you wait for me? I said, for what? I'd like to be baptized. I want to rush and pick my clothes. <laughs> And he was baptized that same day. So you see, that's why this message, you don't force somebody. You don't pull them. You don't their head. Understand this message. No. If they are the seed of God, God was preparing them before you came to them. It's not hard for them to receive it. Amen. Amen. And we thank God for this message of the hour. For it has changed me. It has changed you. And be encouraged. This has not only changed us. But also it works. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Why don't we stand on our feet? The message works. Tell your brother, your sister, the message. Thank you, brother, for your testimony, brother. Let us sing on Christ the solid rock I stand. Can give us the words of the song. My hope is built on nothing less. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. 